I'm Jeff Weiss. I'm a writer for LA Weekly, the editor of Passion of the Weiss, a music website, and a writer for Pitchfork and Esquire. And I'm No Can Do. I'm a rapper, host of the world-famous music venue Low in Theory, and a freestyle battle champion. And this is a weekly podcast devoted to what's good, what's bad, and what's weird in the world of hip-hop. This is Shots Fired. Pow! What's going on? My name is Jeff Weiss, and you're tuning in to Shots Fired, a podcast where every week we talk about the strange and surreal aspects in the world of hip-hop and electronic music. A little later on, we're going to be talking to Dame Funk, who's the progenitor of modern funk. Basically, think about the funk music that, you know, maybe your parents grew up on, James Brown, Parliament, Earth, Wind & Fire, Roger and Troutman, taking it into the future in the year 2012, and that's sort of where Dame Funk exists. He records for the Stone's Throw recording label, and he has a new EP out called I'm Not a Star. And But first, I'd like to introduce my uh, consigliere, associate, affiliate, No Can Do. What up, man? How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing splendid. How are you doing on this lovely afternoon in Los Angeles? I'm chilling. The sun's out. The bitches are half naked. Yeah. Half naked bitches. I'm sure there were a lot of half naked bitches last night when you were rapping at the LACMA Museum in front of, with other rappers. Tell me more about that. Yeah. Uh, a rapper named Murs, uh, in LA West Coast independent legend, uh, has been curating these summer concerts at the LA County Museum of Modern Art. You know, the third Thursday of every month for the summer, and I was—he asked me to play it. It's also—it was also sponsored by Converse, so they were able to pay us, which was kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, it was me, Freddie Gibbs, and Blue, and uh, it was real backpacky. It was the only time that uh, the phrase "fuck the police" has ever been uttered in front of the uh, BCAM Contemporary Art Museum. Except for that one time, the cop was fucking that girl in the bathroom. I don't know if you were, were you there. I wasn't there that week, but I heard about it on the internet. On, it was on the Twitter. It was really. It was like it was some artist pulling a stunt, you know. Anyway, so what? Uh, what's the episode title this week? The title of this episode is "Sad Robot Music." Sad robot music. It's an epidemic that's sweeping the nation. Um, it's a generation of sad robots in need of oiling. It's it, dude, I, like sad robot music. I want to say the guy who put put like the hammer down on sad robot music, who really made it, like who did, who had the best and like you know uh, most thorough. Uh, example of it was Kanye West with 808 and Heartbreaks. Yeah, 808s and Heartbreak was sort of, it was a groundbreaking robot. It was like Columbus landing in America for yeah. sad robots. Yeah, like he didn't invent, he didn't invent it. He didn't really yeah, discover like it. Yeah, like there were Native Americans like already living there. Capitalized. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, like, you know, nobody talks about fucking Leif Erikson in school. Like, but yeah. they talk about Kanye West as the yeah. as the inventor of the sad robot. So basically... Yeah. He's a Christopher Columbus of sad robot music. That's basically what he is. So, you know... If you don't we, know what sad robot music is, let me... Let, let me... Let me... This is how I, how I see it. It's basically a guy speaking really slow through through heavy auto-tune not just auto-tune heavy auto-tune or and uh you know i guess really t like it sounds like it's in at the tone that, that they're using is like they sound like they're complaining but then the content is like really really cool shit so it's like but it can be complaining i mean heartbreaks and 808s and heartbreak was was it it started because it is really a complaint it's like yeah. kanye's mom had died he broke up with his girlfriend that nobody ever met she was like one of those like 80s movies girlfriends that you're like oh my girlfriend's in canada and you're like oh it was, it was his real like you know like it was his real bottom bitch that he knew from like college it was or like high his school pre-fame you know? girlfriend yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like you know there's no time for that right? yeah he's like i need to date kim kardashian and be on reality tv well at the time he was dating a fucking stripper what? I didn't even know that. What's, that. what's the chick? Chick's name? Oh, Amber Rose. Amber Rose. Who, yeah. Or the or, or ex stripper. You know. Yeah. And you know she. Uh, I think she's classy. I don't know what you're talking about. You think she's? I mean, strippers can be classy. No, they can't. Yeah, they, they but, can. But, <laughs> because they disassociate when they're working anyway. So the person that they really are, they don't really come out until like three o'clock in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like at the juice bar. Yeah. All right. So basically, um, it's kind of like a melancholy breakup album and let's play a little clip just so you have an idea kind of what we're talking about in the night i hear him talk the cold story ever told somewhere far along this road he lost his soul to a woman so heartless how could you be so heartless oh how could you be so heartless how could you be so 
So Kanye, like you know, he he brought he brought the uh, he he's a Christopher Columbus of the you know sad robot. But Kid Cudi is the Leaf Erickson. Think of Kid Cudi maybe as one of the sailors on Christopher Columbus's ship, like r- r- scuttling down with the rats and the cheese and like the bread. Yeah. Kanye, he Kid Cudi was the guy in the wine room yeah. giving out wine, like dirty, filthy wine to the sailors on on but, Kanye's but, ship. But he's the one he re- he he technically reached sad robot. Before, he got everyone drunk before, but he reached sad robot before before he was Kanye. a he was a prototypical sad robot yeah and yeah. he had a song called day and night not the though what's interesting about it is it really his his song didn't really blow up day and night until it had a crookers remix which is like an italian duo who kind of did like a techno club remix of it yeah until 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 it, it was a four on the floor beat put behind it so drunk white people in europe could dance to it it didn't that's not that's when it worked you know so <laughs> you get, get mainstream yeah so it you made know. it a very, very rejoiceful robot so let's you know just play the original day and night and play like a little quick clip of that just to get a feel yeah. Now look at this. Madness the magnet keeps attracting me, me. I try to run, but see, I'm not that fast. I think I'm first, but surely finish last. Last. Cause day and night, the lonely loner seems to free his mind at night. He's all alone through the day and night. The lonely loner seems to I feel like <laughs> the song. Is the last song that Kid Cudi ever made that was good in the first. Yeah. It's but, one of those things like he made this and I'm pretty sure he was like, this is not going to be a hit. Yeah. Like he's, he's this like Kid Cudi. I don't know too much about him, but he reminds me of a self-sabotaging motherfucker. Yeah. Like if he's ahead of the race, he's going to fucking try his best to like step too hard and sprain his ankle. Like a Lupe, Lupe Fiasco move. Yeah. Like yeah. Kind of similar thing. I mean, you know, his actually his psycho mixtape was really good. It was that cake from Cleveland. Yeah. Really yeah. good. That shit was dope as fuck. It was. And then I was like waiting and then. But the problem also when you when you when you become a sad robot, I feel. That there's no escaping your sad robot dub. Like the people want you to be a sad robot. Like oh. T Pain, for instance. Like yeah. T Pain. We'll talk about T Pain a little later. He but- can rap his ass off. He can sing his ass off without the auto tune. But he's 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 branded himself as a sad robot. They want the robot, just like in Teen Wolf. They want the wolf. Yeah, yeah they yeah. want the robot. Like real talk, man. Like you know, dude. Nobody like Gray Hulk. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then, basically, Kid Cudi does this. Kanye kind of. He, he perfects it. He perfected it, exactly. And then Drake just fucking outright stole that shit. Well, Drake, what Drake did that I think is like Drake used like mixtape rapper lyricism with sad robot like like uh, the ability to like, you know, fucking convey the emotion a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, yeah. he sings better is what it came down to. Kanye can't sing. Cuddy yeah. can't sing. Drake yeah. can sing. I think we should play Marvin's Room because that's like kind of, it's not really as much auto-tune, but it's just the saddest robot song of humble bragging ever. Yeah. It's like he's like, I had sex with five girls this week. Yeah. Let me explain. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. Let me explain. Like, let you explain. I'll let you explain. You're fucking famous and you had yeah. sex with five girls this week. Yeah. Fucking, like, congratulations or something. Or like, yeah. Just don't bitch about your fucking bad behavior, Drake. Yeah. I mean, but it's not even that it's, like, bad behavior. Yeah, whatever. Like, like what's he going to do? He's 23 years old and, like... Like, dude, like, 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 there's college fucking athletes, like, that, that do that, and they, like, they, they high-five each other. Like, dude, I fucked five bitches when I went to go play for blank, blank, blank. You know, like... Yeah, Drake just... Hello? Yeah, I just <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised Drake's... Ex-girlfriend's yeah, voice wasn't auto tune. Uh, yeah, I wanna, I wanna. I know everyone listening to this has happened to them. You know, he's drunk dialing, calling up your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, you know, how, how scandalous you gotta be to like to just like record abroad? Like you gotta be like fucking J Edgar Hoover to like <laughs> listen. Like why are you recording, recording these, these calls? Yeah. <laughs> See, listen to just how sad the roboting is right now. You've been in the club too long? Leave, nigga. Just leave. Why are you at the club for so long? Like, just, who, like, no one forced you to be at the club. <laughs> no one's like, you have to, like, or if you were at the club, you got paid 50 grand, so shut the fuck up. You got paid more than a fucking gross domestic product of Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. Fuck. And I don't even know what this is. Just hear the mewling. Hear the sad, sad roboting. <laughs> but, but, what, here's the thing about sad ro- robot music. It, like, it's like the rope-a-dope. I have, to, I have to stop this. I can't take this anymore. It's All like right. it's like the rope-a-dope. Like, it's like, 
oh, I'm sad. You know, like I'm sad, feel my pain, but I'm like bragging or I'm being like a, uh, yeah. or, I'm, or I'm or I'm being like showing so much bravado. It's like, like it's like chorus. It's, he said, fuck that nigga that you think you found. If you were really sad, like if you were truly sad, you wouldn't even say anything Yo, and that's the biggest about bi- that. You know, that my problem with this and a lot of the sad robot shit is it's the biggest like bitch move you can possibly do. It's like being like, I broke up with you, but I still want to keep you from hooking up with other people. So I'm going to write a song <laughs> about how you are fucking playing in the minor league right now and just make you feel terrible about it while I'm at the club fucking tons of bitches <laughs> like it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. cruel yeah and it's like you're, you're, you're trying to get your life together you know you're trying to just be I a good girl you're I trying to just get like a girl. nice normal he's probably an accountant or something yeah, yeah. probably sells insurance yeah, yeah. So, so probably treats her well probably like gets her flowers and this fool takes her like, out to eat every Friday yeah. to go see a fucking movie man, and Drake's just like hey you wanna hang out with little Wayne yeah. <laughs> yeah, come, like, come to my hotel look I'm wearing jorts it's like no one cares Drake no one wants to see your jorts did you wear jorts no but I assume Drake <laughs> In my head, Drake is always wearing jorts. Um, shout, 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 out to my, shout out to my homie Cater. He, he wears jorts still. <laughs> um, all right. So then enough of, enough of this. Basically, and then there's kind of an R&B branch of, of Sad Robot, which uh, this kind of concurrently is going on. T-Pain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. T-Pain is yeah. Sad. T-Pain, T-Pain is a dude that like made... He was using auto-tune early er, early on but it wasn't really sad like it was like i'm in love with a stripper like it was like yeah, you know he, it was it was rejoiceful he's like yeah. i just met my wife and she's a freak she happens to strip whatever fine what does your wife do she i, I don't know <laughs> yeah. i mean it's very very it's the amazing thing about i fell in love with the strippers if you really break it down it's kind of very like feminist in a way because drake is like being like I don't care. I won't judge you for any. It's like the anti-Lupe fiasco. Lupe yeah. is like, don't call a woman anything mean. Yeah. And T-Pain's like, you can be the most scandalous person, but I will still love and care about no, you. No, he he married that woman, though. That song was Did about he, his wife. It was about his wife? Yeah, or no, Sprung was about... Yeah, those two songs. Sprung, his first single, and then I'm the follow-up, I'm in love with the stripper. I think T-Pain is... was about his wife. So here's YC's Rax remix. This is like the, the debut of Future, who just is... Future right now is definitely the king set robot. He's the emperor of the set robots at the moment. Definitely. What you got? So this is, by the way, future. This is even future song, but he made the chorus. He has the best verse in this shit, and I don't even know why it's YC song. Like, and the thing is, like, when you first heard the song, everyone was like, "Oh, this is a stupid pop single." Like a good stupid pop single, but like Future is really talented. Yeah. Like he's really, really an original artist. I think. Yeah, and it, it, real talk, this proved, this proved that some dude can come out of fucking nowhere. Which leads us. That's already so it's kind of popping, but there's kind of a dead area in you know Future kind of is running the lane of the sad robot, and then out of nowhere, out of nowhere comes <laughs> Cash Out. Cash Out. Who which, just uh, you know we talk about it later with Dame. We make fun of it a little bit because. It's it's materialism. It's just got a condo on his wrist. That's why he's cashing out. But here's the thing, though, with with, with cashing out, like one thing that he's doing that Future hasn't done since uh since uh fucking you know racks on racks on racks is made a song that is simple enough to just be like that pop hit, you know? Because Future yeah. is a real rapidy rapping. Future is like in the guy. Dungeon Family, which is yeah. you know is what Outkast and, and Goody Mob were in. It's like yeah. pretty much like Atlanta rapper royalty. It's the greatest rappers, pretty yeah. much the greatest. Like ra- there's if you're talking about Southern rappers, mm. the best ones in terms of rap. I mean, you can say Cash Money, but I would really say rap a lot in Dungeon Family. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, we'll, we'll we'll say the three the three Those groups: the three. Cash Money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but. Like, I mean, even, but even if you look at Cash, I mean, there's some good rappers on Cash Money, but like, I mean, yeah. not like Rap a Lot and, and Dungeon Family. No, not at I all. I mean, if you look at Dungeon Family, like CeeLo Green, fuck that. Well, you go to Witch Doctor and you can go to like yeah. uh, Cool Breeze and those dudes will like slaughter like Cool Breeze. Man. Cool yeah. Breeze was all right. Cool. Yeah. I, cool East, when you, East when Point's you, greatest hits is a classic though. When you mention Cool Breeze, that that actually connects them. That, that that lets me know, or that that's a connector for uh, a guy like Future. Like, oh, this yeah. you know this style can turn into this style over the years. Yeah. But uh, so let's play. Or I think we're gonna play Cash Out. Cash Out is for, uh, again from Atlanta. Atlanta's like pretty much. It took. It moved. It's like kind of when they switched the capital of America from Philadelphia to Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. It's like they had to do that. Like basically, the capital was in. 
It was scattered. I would say New York, though, was probably the epicenter. Kanye, you know, it's like, because New York is kind of a place that kind of, it's cold, it's freezing a lot of the time. You know, mm. cities are on. It's kind of a gray-colored city. Yeah. You know, Kanye, 808's not feels like very much like a New York album. Kid Cudi was living in New York at the time. Yeah. Drake is living uh, in the Care Bears Palace in the sky, <laughs> and which I think is in New York zip code. Have, have you seen the, the Care Bears movie with the kid, the evil kid yeah, that gets turned nice later? Yeah, that's my conception of God comes from the Care Bears movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... Yeah, the kid, the evil kid that gets turned nice later. That's what's gonna happen to me if I smoke more weed. Um, thank God I'm gonna stop and be evil. Anyway, so we're gonna play cash out. It's cashing out right now. Now ride with a girl named Nina. Now ride with a girl named Keish. Hey, 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 can I reach? Like 14 year olds of every race can listen to this and get it right. Same way with racks on racks on racks. Same thing with Gucci Gucci Gucci. You know, it's just like, like I think you know, I think Cash is like put the he put the hammer down with this one in terms of like sad robot hits in you know in the two thousand late two thousands. This song just made like this song. If I were like, if I was if we we're gonna do like a red scare again and we're like really worried that communists were gonna take over the country, I would have them play Cash Out because it would be like. Look at what capitalism has wrought, the joy of cashing out. Yeah. Like, there will never be a socialist song this happy. No. Like, socialist song would Socialists be- are sad robots, but then what, what Cash Out did was just make it American. Yeah. You know, like, he's like, you know, the, the automaton steel-clashing Soviet Russia. Like he's, he's like, I am truly opulent. He's just truly a garish young man. Dude, I got a condo on my neck. I'm smoking on Keisha. I'm chilling with Keisha. You had you could you could have picked a different girl, but he thought it was cool. You're like, no, I'm gonna call up Keisha because I bought this Keisha. No, you want to know why? It was Kush. Yeah, yeah. I realized that finally. Yeah, yeah. forever. I was like, what? Well, that's a different topic about the rap weed nicknames, but hey, but that's some Atlanta shit though. Yeah, like, some Atlanta shit. And by it's like by the time it gets there, like you know, yeah. the in the co- South they get really excited about California weed and they give it all kinds of funny names. Yeah, you know. Cool. Have you seen weed in the South? Yeah, I got caught with weed in the South coming back from Texas, and they like looked at me, and they're like, I'm like, look, it's medical marijuana, I have a prescription. And they're like, I bet you got some good marijuana, son. Because they all talk like they're fucking on the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> and I was like, no, this is actually the worst weed ever. And they, they pull out my weed as they're like confiscating it at the Texas border, yeah. uh, or right in Santa Fe, or right outside of Santa Fe. And after I crossed El Paso, and it was yeah, like, it was, they like look at armadillo staring at you at yeah, the time. And they look at it and they're like, tumbleweed going like, by. This is the worst weed ever. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. And they let me go because they my, know you're not a drug dealer. Yeah, they like, know I was not like, yeah. I'm like, it's one gram. That of might the worst be the way ever. to fucking throw them off the scent, man. Have some stress weed, but really have the dope shit like hiding it in no, the No, man. Uh, they got bumper. those drug sniffing dogs. All this stuff. Like, if you want to smuggle weed across the country, don't fucking take the 10. Go east or west through texas or you, new mexico but it's right by Juarez. if you really want to do it you just like you know like get some coyote piss and like you know put it on your tires though real talk that's the best coyote way. piss really coyote piss makes the dogs go crazy they're like what the fuck oh really yeah because that dog fucking sniffed that a gram anyways yeah but we're, <laughs> so we should probably cut that part out but um no no people want to hear about people want to hear about coyote drugs. piss all right <laughs> yeah. So then basically cash out success has kind of created a you know a lane where like there's and there's 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 less popular kind of sad robots that are running around. There's this guy like named who? when I was in Baton Rouge, mm. uh Kevin Gates is pretty mm. much and he's aligned with with Young Money right now. He's not on Young Money, but he's he's a talented rapper. Mm-hmm. Um and he pretty much owns Louisiana right now, Kevin Gates. And he is like he's he uses autotune pretty heavily, but he doesn't he, he's one of these dudes who like Uses auto tune sparingly, yeah. just kind of give it like a little like a sp- like a spice kind of, mm-hmm. and like that's you know kind of like, cash out kind of does that. Nah, that shit is heavy on you. There, think it's bro. heavy? Yeah. yeah, it's just so good though. Yeah, it's I mean, that- but it's okay because yeah. he uh, he's not using it because he can't sing. He's using it no. just for the effect. He's like he he knows the power of the sad robot. Let me play another. I'll play you a really sad robot song right now. What? It's Kevin Gates. He's a huge hit in uh in all of Louisiana, and it's it's. Kevin Gates, and you'll probably hear about him in the next year. He's about to sign a big deal. He's probably going to get paid tons of money. Tight. I hope so. It's in the field of Michael Jackson, reincarnated. <laughs> no, you don't feel like Michael Jackson reincarnated. How's that robot? This is sad. Is that like trancey? Is that trance? Those synths? Is that like the synths that would be in trance? Like if you go, if you go to a, like a club in in Baton Rouge, like 
This like is, every white girl's black girls, everyone knows every word of the song. This is like that. This is like that. That twelve forty five like yeah. semi slow dance song. Yes. If, if you're dancing with this girl at that time to this song, you might get some ass. Notice how he's bragging, but he sounds really sad. Yeah. He's like, I got all this shit, but I'm. I, I don't really know what I should do with it. These women are surrounding me. I'm gonna dick them down. But I'm so sad. He's good though. We interviewed. I had, we had a good interview. It got real weird. Um, and we got one more song. We're gonna play you of a sad robot song. This is where the sad robot can get really derivative and and. Uh, oh, you're talking about drinking my cup. But you know what the truth is? This is probably the best. The irony is this is probably the best pure pop song, other than maybe cashing out or racks of the sad robot. I think this one. This one will have more long. Like it'll be able to be played a little bit longer because it's the most well produced. It's a really well produced song. It like Kirko Bangs. Pretty much is Drake. <laughs> like I liked him the first time I heard him. I didn't actually like him. The funny thing is, I prefer drinking my cup to any Drake songs. I don't know what this is about me. Yeah, but I could just see how this is like because it's so derivative. It's like so derivative. Like, dude, people in Houston didn't really rap like that until fucking Drake starts like rapping. But, uh, like no that, one raps you know? like anything anymore. I mean, like, like there's every everything's completely deregionalized. Like Hol- Chief Keef sounds like he's from the trap in Atlanta. Yeah. Bang bang. I didn't came down. Hold up. Rip the grain, roll up, and your girlfriend want a nigga like me, cause I ain't trying to control love. She called me when she want to change, black diamond, my pinky ring, and she know you weak and we ain't the same. You hit the scene, I make the scene. I'm in her head like Maybelline, H time, so I make the lean. I'm in her soul, I make her scream. I don't ride the toe, don't pay for change. I'm easy tag like Peter Pan, she want a man, don't need a man. So that was Kirko Baines, which can prove that the Sad Robot can be, ma- can be mass produced. Yeah. Like Henry Ford, Sad Robot, Mass Production, Assembly yeah, Line. The Model T of the Sad Robot, that's what that Kirk shit is. Banks is the Model T of the Sad Robot. No difference, but just so well made. Mm-hmm. Um, get him off the Assembly Line quick and get that paper, baby. Yeah, so that basically, and long story short, the Sad Robot has been with us now for... It's been with us for... Coming on five years, it'll be five years. Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi dropped... Day and Night in February of 2008, which was the original original modern rap iteration of the Sad Robot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, like, and we've learned that not even the most powerful rapper in the world... Jay-Z can own basketball teams, he can have festivals, he can play English English festivals. He can outsell fucking Elvis. Yeah, he can stay <laughs> relevant for 30 years, even being bad for the last 10. But I wouldn't say he's bad. Things, you know. He's been mediocre. Whatever, but, it's fine. He's still one of the greatest rappers of all time. But he couldn't, he kill, couldn't the kill the sad robot. So who can kill the sad robot? And if, he, if the sad robot can't be killed, then who's the next sad robot? I mean, Sad Robot, I feel at this point, Dracula can be killed via steak in the heart, garlic. There's ways you can kill Dracula. Yeah. You can even kill Kryptonite. You can use Kryptonite to kill Superman. Yeah. But can you kill the Sad Robot? Can you kill the Sad Robot? And who will be the Sad Robot killer? And who will be the next great Sad Robot? Yeah, who will be the next great Sad Robot? Right, what region will he, will he come from? Somewhere right now, there's a, a kid in his basement just tinkering with autotune, yeah. strapping on metal suits. Preparing yeah. for glory with a Nintendo Power Glove on one hand and uh, my condo on another. his wrist. <laughs> That's why he's going to be the next great sad robot. Yes. We're now going to cash out of the skit. <laughs> Goodbye. Shots fired. All right, this is Shots Fired episode. Whatever, <laughs> it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah. We've lost count. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're like the Simpsons. Yeah, we've been on so many episodes. I think it was right. episode nine thousand and two hundred. Hell yeah. But uh, Jeff Weiss, no can do, journalist and rapper, and we got our very special guest here, the the waviest, the waviest man mm-hmm. out on the streets of Los Angeles, Dame Funk. Hey, what's happening, y'all? What's good, bro? All right, all so, right. So Dame Funk uh, is an artist for Stone's Throw, and uh, he pretty much is responsible for kind of resurrecting the funk from uh, its temporary. It had been kind of cryogenically frozen for a while, and kind of Dame helped bring it back, and he has a new EP out called I Don't Want to Be a Star, and I guess why don't we just start out a little bit about, you know, the concept of I Don't Want to Be a Star, because, you know, that is something I was just the VMAs, like, this week, and... Uh, you know, you have a generation of kids that are basically being told that being a star is kind of the only thing that sort of matters. That's regardless. the only thing that's valuable, right? Yeah, yes. fame, you know, yes. like, well, I was talking to Ariel Pink, and he said, he's like, you know, fame now, he's like, it's a formula. Yeah. And, yeah. 
you know that yeah. seems to be what they and I can you know, and I know all these kind of things talk you know factor into your record so I was hoping t- you could maybe just start off talking about that oh yeah no problem I mean uh, I was looking at uh, VMAs and uh, just uh, the intro of it uh, my lady has shown me wanted me to check it out mm-hmm. and um and and it was a rapper on there and he was being interviewed about his clothes mm-hmm. and they were asking him uh, what are you wearing he said I'm wearing a car. Wearing a car, car. (laughs) and uh, and he was like, "Yo, I'm not talking about a car. I'm talking about the price of it. You know, it's like I'm literally like walking around with the price of a car on." And I was like, "What happened? Like back in the days, it's like it it didn't used to be about if you had an image, you didn't have to address it. You didn't have to say how much it cost. You didn't have to say what it was. It's like cash out the song. He's like, I got a condo on my wrist, and it's like I would much rather have a condo on my condo." Thank you. <laughs> like, Thank you. I would like a condo. So, I, I mean, the track is like talking about, you know, those kind of themes, but yet and still, like, it's almost I'm, what I say at the end and one of the, uh, on the hook is like, it's corny being a star. If, you true. think about MTV, it's like they're doing these VMAs, but it's yeah. like, when was the last time MTV broke a video? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I see a lot of rappers all the time, oh, it's got an MTV. It's like, what does that even matter? I know. Like, yeah, it that's even, unfortunate. That's like saying you got a book in the library. <laughs> that's, like, wow, I mean, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it'd be, you know, I can't like knock. I mean, it'd be great. Of but, course, we all know that we have that thing where you want to tell your mommy and dad, like, okay, yeah, I did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, uh, or get on MTV or whatever. But it's not that with me. It wasn't the goal. Like, mm-hmm. I just did music when I was a kid. I just started making it. I was just doing it for myself, like in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. give a few tapes out, and um, and it was just something that I, I didn't even know what I was doing. It wasn't like to try to be. Um, like to get riches, it was it, it just because you like music. I remember yeah, you telling me about, and you would you know you would make the cover. It was like a whole artistic thing. Yeah. You, you told me a little bit. You maybe tell like you know somebody. I mean like you know airbrush cover colors. Yeah. And I remember we talked uh, kind uh-huh. of the balance because the balance of like you kind of have some like hard ass graffiti and then yeah. you mix it with like a color you know clouds. Yeah, like different different beautiful like uh, views. That's what I was trying to take funk into like um, the meshing of the street vibe and then like the beautiful side. So mm-hmm. that's I'm still kind of doing that. You know, even with the chords that I choose, and you know, but still keeping the beat and knocking. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, you know, yeah. with with this modern funk. So, but speaking of that song, that's when you hear it. You know, or when people are listening hear it, they'll get it. You know, about what I'm talking about. Hey, why don't we listen to that shit right now? Because I'm very impatient. I want to hear it. I've, I've I've heard it on my on my phone, like walking around. Like, oh yeah, I cool, saw it, cool. Yeah, this is this is a right. perfect time to plug it in. All right, right now we're about to play. I don't want to be a Funk's, star. I don't want to be a star. Twelve inch mix from his new maxi single out on. Stones though. Shots fired. I don't want to be a star. 
stars corny To, to make a long story short with me it's like after that I just started working a lot of odd jobs and then always like I work with different cats you know like produce uh, actually session work and I was always in my head thinking like I want to do my own stuff, you know what I mean? But yeah. I, was, I wasn't I was stepping on toes, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to, like, break down doors. You, you don't know? mind me interrupting. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things yeah. about Dame that, you know, and I, you should definitely pick up Wax Poetics this month, Dame's on yeah. the cover. I wrote the story. Much Self-aggrandizing shout-out to both Much of us. Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> That's tight. But he, um, what's amazing is I feel like a lot of people, when they... You know, have done like when they've had that long road, they've mm. kind of you know like they 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 try to paper over the stuff that they did. I mean, Dame like has done. I mean, we don't have time to get really into it, but like you know, like Dame was playing was doing session work at one point for for yeah. Millie Vanilli, like when they were trying to do a comeback record. Yeah, yeah, and no, like so real? many people, yeah, yeah, so much comeback record, and so many and so many people will <laughs> be like too Silver's cool. Third. Yeah. And, like, but like you know what? Like at the end of the day, like anyone who would be like that was lame. I mean, like you can't deny the music now. So it, like it, it actually makes it more inspiring. What are you talking you know, about? Work is work, bro. And yeah, I also yeah, think about yeah, like everyone's had a bull shit job like everyone has yeah. had to do a job like I've had to write things that I'm like not proud of, of that I hate that like you know, yeah. I'm just like to check mm -hmm. I can pay my rent mm -hmm. and like that's inspiring I think to ever to a lot of people that are like fuck it like I don't like what I'm doing now but I do have this dream and like you mm -hmm. know and like the story with working with like I you gotta, you gotta tell that thing story is, yeah it was like you know my man Leon Silvers the third he was yeah. the main producer for Solar Records just, yeah All Google it if you don't yeah. like his music is he was, Silver, yeah. yeah he was from the Silvers and uh and he's became a big producer in like you know the late 80s and uh and and early uh mainly the 80s late 70s and uh but he just heard my music you know from a mutual friend and so i went on as an apprentice with him and one of the gigs he was offered was to uh as millie vanilli sent set out to work with different producers yeah. and when they were trying to get over that grammy uh uh debacle and so they wanted to prove they can still sing or do something real so they asked for leon they asked for i think kashif they asked for um some other like scritty politi because mm -hmm. they were named after if you realize Millie Vanilli likes Scritti Politti so much That's that they crazy. named their name Ooh. off of that. I didn't yeah, know what yeah. So uh, they wanted more like that kind of sound. So I went up there to Reno, Nevada with uh, Leon and um, ended up, uh, you know, doing some stuff. They, the Millie Vanilli guys are like, you know, having a lot of fun and mm -hmm. we didn't get to work. So I eventually had to get a job at a uh, Savon or uh, Rite Aid or something. Wait, and I was mopping floors. Like wild out in Reno, Nevada? Yep. Because <laughs> oh it's, it's, cause it's, um, it's uh, uh, biggest, what do you call it? Those, biggest little city in the world. <laughs> yeah, legal. Um, call girls oh yeah so they would go to the mansion and like you know enjoy themselves and indulge and you know whatever fun yeah, like, that, uh, should, that, ranch, that, that should make you want to write songs but speaking of Millie Vanilli mm -hmm. and Dame Funk mm -hmm. and I'm going to bring Max B back into it this is the second time I have to bring Max mm -hmm. B up mm -hmm. Dame Funk is the most wavy motherfucker in LA <laughs> period period <laughs> Max you, B invented the wave or at least period. coined the phrase wave and then you right. started I started noticing what he means and then you meet motherfuckers like oh that dude's wavy he has a whole skit uh, on his record I forgot what the record is called the mixtape but it's called Millie Vanilli it's basically he calls Jim Jones Millie Vanilli that's mm, what he calls him mm. and it just you know it just so happens that you're wavy and we're talking about Millie Vanilli that is a coincidence I didn't even, I didn't even know that <laughs> alright yeah man I mean it, after that I just started working with some rappers like uh, West High Connection yeah, uh, that's Cube, tight. Yeah. MC8 and started going through more stuff like that and then when I was in the backgrounds at these mm. studios I was just like I, the, the thing that changed me one night I was riding down the street and I've told this story before but mm. Steve Arrington he has a song called Nobody Could Be You But You and I was riding to it and I was like yeah. man I gotta just do this funk so I broke off went back into the cave uh, still working in my jobs driving trucks and then I just uh, met Peanut Butter Wolf and and then uh, to make a long story short MySpace that came and he yeah. heard some of my tracks and he just offered a remix and that's when I ended up remixing Burn Rubber for Baron Zinn oh that's tight so that's where yeah. we went and from there on it was just supposed to be like an EP offer after that and then they just him and Egon said let's do a, a full album and then it ended up being a five record set and then you know people are still discovering it right now so I just appreciate yeah. everybody checking it out, man. I still listen to that album, probably. And I was just saying this year, I still listen to that album. I mean, because there's all you know. What's interesting now is like there's so much music that comes out yeah. that 
you don't end up listening to albums a lot of the times that came True. out two, three years ago, but True, I feel man. that's like one of the records I still like. If I Thank go for you. a long drive. Good. This is one called 17 Days, one of my favorite Prince songs. I tried to tackle it, and uh, so far, I think uh, people are digging it, so I appreciate you guys at uh, Shots Fired uh, giving me a chance to uh, let my music be heard. So there you go. Shots Fired.
This is Shots Fired. It's me, No Can Do, with my partner, Jeff Weiss. Hello. We've got Dame Funk in the studio. Hey, what's up, y'all? Going on. And now we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the funk, because, like, you know, one of the things, I, when the first time I ever wrote an article about Dame was uh, that you have to be a pretty funky motherfucker to be able to use funk in your name. <laughs> like, you have to be. Because, yeah. like, if you, if you have funk in your name... And, like, you're not really funky, you're going nowhere. <laughs> Imagine if Buster Rhymes couldn't rhyme. Yeah. Exactly. You know? yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, um, we're going to... What, like... Obviously, funk is always, like, you know, it's... How would you define funk? I mean, is there a way to define funk? I would define funk as uh, a smile with a tear. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like a, that's like a zen cone. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That's, that's how I've like, been defining it. You know, all the funk that I've listened to, and, you know, especially the stuff that I do is, like, um, it's, it's a, a contrast of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and then beautiful, too, but you can still party to it and ride, but... It, it, funk is like you know it's just it could be nasty it could be deep it can be dark it could be light you know but yeah. it's a little bit of both yeah yeah I mean one thing about like funk music like you know my pops always play funk mm-hmm. music and like he's from the Bay Area my mom's oh, yeah. from down here you know they, uh, they're that proper age like I was raised with that stuff you know yeah. and like uh, one thing I can say is that uh, it's you know I've never seen funk be played in a group you know in a group of people no matter what race mm-hmm. and people stop like people not move like yeah. people have to move to funk you That's know yeah. like what yeah, like fish really interesting about fish right fish a lot of people get rock fish, they call fish a jam band fish is not a jam band mm-hmm. like widespread panic they're like a blues rock jam band mm-hmm. fish yeah. is a white funk band yeah, yeah. It's a trip. It's a, you said that i got you now yeah. that's yeah. why all those hippies because they can't they're not great dancers let's be honest with you i mean like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. white people can be good dancers but in general yeah. n- not great like <laughs> especially not six foot yeah. if you're a white guy above six foot tall just in general with a few exceptions <laughs> you probably shouldn't be dancing that much yeah. you can groove hey yeah, the shorter you are the better at dancing the shorter you are the better dancing it's a little it's a center of gravity but fish that they like they're 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 basically a funk band that like you know it, it's accessible to like and like, and then that, that we can do that like, kind of the swim yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. swim funk dance move yeah, yeah. Right, sure I, that, I just want to fire off names call. and you tell me if they're funky or okay. not alright okay. LCD sound system no alright uh, Kanye West no alright uh, who uh, who, who well, Ariel who? Pink yes he is funky yeah alright uh, Little B actually yes okay <laughs> I'm just curious, like why? The reason why, and I, I, I was waiting for you guys to ask me those. I know it's surprising answers. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the LCD thing is, uh, it, it's just, it's not funky. You know what I'm saying? Or it's not funk. It's like angular. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, it's, but it's it's dancing. It's yeah. like you know, it's electronic. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm, I'm not mad at. It. I like all types of genres of yep. music. Just when that question, I'm gonna be honest. Kanye, mm-hmm. you know, um, he's great. You know what I'm saying? As far as like uh, what he does, but it's to me, it's it's just it's not um, the the type of funk that you, if we're really gonna keep it real. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah. And he's not trying to be. So no, that's yeah. an honest answer. All right. You know? uh, but oh, and you asked about Ariel Pink. The reason why is because the aesthetic is like he the approach it's like hmm. it is funk in the mind you know what I'm saying yeah, it's yeah. like it's not just about the sound of the music it's about the way you get down you know, in anything you do funk is not a fad it's a way of life yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying and that's why I consider LCDC I mean LCD uh, Kanye and then uh, they're, they're not funk or funkin because like a people a person like Ariel Pink and George I, George would point at Ariel and say you funkin yeah, yeah. But yeah. he would if, if he pointed at Kanye or LCD, he wouldn't. He, I'm, yeah, you would describe Kanye. Would, so as what? All right. So what about? So explain the little B. So little B, his way of life. Little is B funky. is like the way he's just like attacking the internet. The way he's yeah. like just his own person. You know, he's not the best rapper. Of course, we all know that. But his yeah. whole energy, I it took me a minute. At first, people, were, I was like, man, who was this asshole? And then all of a sudden, like I realized, <laughs> wait a minute, man. I mean, this dude is like, if you really take a step back, he's really doing some shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But it's, and, and that's it's the, it's the life. Yeah. That's the life. I wish, it's the, a, I wish he was a better musician. Right. Yeah, I know. I know. So, uh, White Stripes. White Stripes is is, is funking to me. Yeah. All right, cool. So, Jack White, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jack White. Rick is, Ross. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Rick Ross, the, the rapper? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, uh, I, I, I got in a couple yes, things man. he does yeah. say. <laughs> a couple things he does say. I mean, he, that, yeah. All he, that nigga he, really wants is yeah, you. That yeah, shit yeah, is hard. He is. Dude. I got to admit, he is. No matter what people are saying about, like, the 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 past of his you know character it's like hey some people had to have a job beforehand you yeah. know what I'm saying it's like you know he's just doing his thing so I would think that George would point at him and say you funkin okay. yeah you know what definitely I mean? very soulful yeah right. he's, he's what, very, what about what about our last guest the gas lamp killer is he, is he he's funkin, funkin. Yeah, okay yeah he's right. a because he's, he's a white guy that can dance yeah he, oh yeah he has a dance <laughs> that motherfucker <history>. will go <laughs> he yeah. has a dance history I mean, and he knew he knew know about b boys is it he invents his own rhythms. And I guess in, in like in their own way, you know, that is yeah. like mm-hmm. the definition, and not the definition. You know, so I think that's a damn had a better definition. But yeah. if you have your own rhythm, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, there you go. If you have your own slot, your own lane, you funkin'. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, you know I what I'm saying? You funkin'. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. can't do. You know what I mean? Jeff, you, you funkin'. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Everybody's doing. We have that everybody got their own thing. Over and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, I was gonna ask yeah. you, but we're gonna talk about kind of the funk kind of gods and kind of like just talk about. I think it's interesting, you know, because like I'm a music writer and. Like I write about music, and sometimes you know, there's a famous line where um, Elvis Costello said writing about music is like dancing about architecture. And uh, I always think it's like, he like ethered every music writer, but you know it's bullshit because I mean, fucking, if like you don't have people writing about music, then it's hard to have context. And I think context is important. The yeah. history you need writing that- about music is like writing about fucking architecture. It's not like dancing. He, that's some that's some shit that you say that's, that's kind of clever. Good. That you know that that makes people feel bad. It's like it's that, like a, it's like a it's like a diss. It's like when Nas was like dissing Jay Z. Yeah, like as a battle like, rapper, you yeah. can take anything and make it bad. Like yeah. you made a million dollars, you don't love your mother. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can turn yeah. anything yeah. bad. Fuck that guy. Yeah. All right, well, let's, let's start with the, the progenitor of the funk. Like, would you say funk started with James Brown? Um, it's really that? started in Africa. You yeah. know, with the drums yeah. and um, and the smell of sex. That's yeah. where it started from. Oh, you know for what real? I'm saying? The yeah, funk. The, the funk is really goes back to the scent of making love or sex. And then after that, it was like, uh, you know, it's just that term. You know, James Brown uh, came with that particular era. You know, it, it, a lot of things, a lot of different eras have been funk with the, with the studies I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like uh, even in like in the, the 20s and like the people were dancing, even in the, the juke joints and, yeah. and, 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 and early jazz days, you know, it was just it was like a vibe, you know what I mean? But then mm-hmm. James did, you know, um, blow it up into where it became a particular name genre. Yeah. You yeah. know, some you, people would say Chuck Berry was, was on it, you know what I mean? Or, or yeah. Little Richard, Little Richard mainly. What not do you Chuck think, Berry, what do you think James Richard. Brown did that kind of took it from like where it like, like liberated it from whatever it was previously? He made it, he, he took it back home, like the gut, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it was like the rhythms that he was coming up with, uh, in my opinion, it was just more like people like could relate to it, like, like in yeah. the cities and in the small towns in the south mainly and then like even though just a, mm-hmm. what I gotta say is he branded that shit well yeah he branded yeah. it like, well yeah. and even though James Brown JB's too you couldn't really JB's, hear what he yeah. was saying yeah. but he was a great like he was a really good communicator all the all the all the stories like like there's J- I'm, I'm a big lyrics dude you yeah. know so I can dig rapping I can dig scrapping you know like mm-hmm. all, oh, all that man. stuff yeah Big Payback is definitely that is like song. one of the most yeah. funkiest uh, yeah. songs ever yeah, yeah he was keeping it funky with what he was saying he it's was like, like also nope. the best breakup song ever yeah it is <laughs> it is <laughs> get down with my girlfriend that, that ain't right let's mm-hmm. just scream that at full volume you can get over anything oh yeah. man that's like one of the best that's like one of the, uh, that and Knee Deep and more bounce than ounce. Those three songs, uh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. payback, more bounce than ounce, and needy, to me are uh, one of the uh, the most f- uh, funked up songs on on recorded wax. Yeah, and know? this goes back to what you were saying: how funk is a smile with a tear. Mm-hmm. You know, more bounce than ounce, payback, needy. Those are those Don't are songs. You hear that? See? Yeah, I've cried listening to needy the whole yeah. fifteen minutes. Let me explain why. Yeah, needy came out in nineteen seventy nine. Okay. And it was a 15-minute joint. When you listen to the song, it's almost like that era, because when I grew up, I was at Jackie Robinson Park. I would see people skating and things like that. And there was a certain type of people who existed uh, around that time. And then when crack came, oh, it yeah. took out a lot of people. And Needy, I've explained this before, it's almost like when you listen to that song, man, even though when the song came out, it wasn't a commercial success. It was more like in the hoods, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of that record, with him yeah. sitting on the front. Now, just imagine it. it, it I'm still I get chills yeah. even when I talk about it. It's like that was after One Nation and the Groove, right? Yeah. From Funk with Parliament and Funkadelic, and uh, they were real big. But Earth, Wind, and Fire was like 
on that tip too mm-hmm. and um and well, on a different level though in the black community what was going on is that earth wind and fire was more like a um spiritual more um different it, it was almost, more uplifting it was uplifting yeah. here this is here it is it's and it's opiate like, music exactly. almost. george clinton was like you know he was on psychedelics he yeah was more, that's he was true tripping. he was tripping he was experimenting more but being like mm-hmm. a little bit more deeper even though yeah. uh, uh um uh mr white was like doing things uh spiritually too and and to be honest with you i got it mention this in this mix if bef- after I'd finished this part like funk that song it's like the credits are rolling up for a certain era of people yeah, and yeah. when after 79 in the early 80s people started falling off if you look at Soul Train it's like there was people who were there dancing it's yeah. like and then it became different so 79 in that song even being that long 15 mm-hmm. minutes when you hear the last part where it's Felipe Wynn does his scatting it's just such a you guys, whoever's listening, you got. You think it's a timestamp on the air? It's like, a timestamp yeah. in the air. Some of the stuff. I mean, I've been you, you think it's like the day before crack hit. It, it, it almost also yeah, you say that you can say yeah. that also like you can, it, it's you know the yeah. star it's star crazy. generation mm-hmm. by James Brown too yeah. like seventy nine yeah. as well, which is also that's like, the year my parents met, dude. You know, yeah. not to put a timestamp on me, but that's like yeah. you know that's that's cold. That's and like, and I one other comparison I, I'll tell you. So interesting that uh, and I and I haven't been the one to say this, but it's like in L A. And you know it might cause some waves, but it, it shouldn't because I'm just keeping it real. Mm-hmm. It's like and it because funky. we're both not in the same lanes, but it's like when you have, for instance, we're both in the same uh, magazine issue. Me and Flying Lotus, and I'm oh, just yeah. keep it real. It's like Flying Lotus kind of represents a different aesthetic, and I represent a different aesthetic. Nothing yeah. clashes, but yeah. that's like Earth, Wind, and Fire, and P Funk. This was somebody yeah. had brought up to me. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if it's slightly that 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 um, correct, but in a Way With it's more like head body just kind different. Of, it's like a classical yeah. you know kind saying? of dualism. Yeah, you know, like, and it's like he has more of a spiritual thing where I have more of like a. Uh, I don't even want to say is it spiritual. It's just because I'm spiritual as well. But it's just that when this was brought up to me, I had to sit back and think like. That's a trip. It's the you know D- what I'm it's saying. The, it's the DMX and Jay Z of of well, this even, time. Even if you look at you know, like even if you it's look like, at you're, like you're the you know you're like the the we just know, in our own lane. Well, if you look at English you know, electronic music, there's yeah. IDM and there's there's EDM. You know, it's like yeah. Aphex Twin and Square Pusher are not like like classic rave shit. You know, yeah. the jungle shit, yeah. completely different stuff. Yeah. yeah, and like not you can't say that one is more valid than the other because like you need both because it's like we need like yin and a yang type. And it's nothing wrong with that. The the percussion, the drums, the stank of it. You know um, the the realness of it. You know what I mean. It's yeah. like uh, I'm definitely hip to some of the Afro beat. I'm not well versed all the way, mm-hmm. but you know. Um, but they definitely are. Uh, his him and his son and just incredible. As I said, Roger Troutman. Roger Troutman is like the master of like partying, and and and, and he had the hood intact. You know, past yeah. intact. You know, so when you listen to his productions, he just was very special. You know. All right. What about Confunction? Confunction was great. Vallejo, uh, the Bay yeah. Area uh, group, they, they were more of the groups that would support different bands when they were touring. And, uh, yeah, and, yeah. and they, they stand in their own as far as great slow songs. Yeah. Kind of a mix between R&B and funk. I was going okay. to take it back a second. Like for mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot of people like, like Hood Pass Intact. That's my fa- that's actually my favorite of your song. That's that's thank like the you. one that's the first one that I heard that I was like, Oh I'm fucking with that. I listen oh, to that song all right. yeah, all, yeah. like all the time. Like still like, looking out. Like, very, one of my very... worst vocal performances because Wolf was rushing me before I had to go to Japan the next morning. <laughs> oh <So>, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we still did but we like that. It's like, you know, yeah. you know Wolf is like he loves him to be off key, yeah. like weird, you know, dirty, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So he, I just he, he wants just that kept imperfection. What is what is like what is like like for somebody that didn't know what like how would you define hood pass intact? Like what are the what are the things like to so one can you know I mean it's just like uh, being able to to go to a party in Hollywood and, and, and wear a suit and, and if you have to and then be able to go back to the hood and visit your homies and still get love because once you lose that it's pretty hard to like uh, it's almost like how they say like you know once you lose your integrity it's hard to get it back you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying just yeah. like you know it, once you fuck you know you, you're never going to be a virgin again yeah. so mm-hmm. it's like sometimes it, what I'm talking about in hood passing tags is just a reminder for all of us to be yeah. Where there be any kind of community, it doesn't have to be the hood. It could be your yeah. family. It could be like you know, come on back sometimes, and it's, like you know, it's just more about just you know yeah, be, being true, never forgetting who that's you why are. I identify. You know? Yeah, that's why yeah. I identify. No matter how much money you get, yeah, you know, still, my bar mitzvah pass has been tapped. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. My my, my Culver City high pass is still intact. Yeah. You there know? you go. Uh, you yeah. know, I'm at the football games and shit. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say. Now, what about uh, Eric Sermon? I'm talking about funk. Eric Sermon is funky. 
Okay. You just funkin'. Okay. I, I, the funky word is kind of a, but funkin'. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, it, Eric Sermon, he didn't get enough. Well, he does get credit because he's an East Coast funkster, and there's a lot of East Coast funksters, man. It's like people don't realize Cameo is from New York. Yeah, and I was they gonna bring up Cameo. Cameo. I just bought a Cameo know. record last week. Damn, yeah, they were, Larry Blackman played drums on the Black Ivory stuff. Mm-hmm. You and I, uh, the track, the Q-tip sample for um, the Renaissance album. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so yeah. these cats, I mean, it's, a funk is everywhere, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just uh, West Coast in the Midwest got a much more credit for it because it was so much funk coming out of Dayton in the Midwest and it just connected more to the West Coast the way we the I way we Why do you think that is? I mean, because like, you know, I feel like your music when I was in Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. I, would, I would like, I would try to put people onto it yeah. and I'd listen to it and I'm like, you know, it's still great, mm-hmm. but I don't, I, it doesn't like, it, it doesn't feel right. You know, like, I had a co-worker, man, back in the mm-hmm. day. He, uh, he was, from, he was from the East Coast, mm-hmm. and he was just like, I never really got, like, Ice Cube today. It was a good day until I'm, like, driving down, like, you know, South Central driving Streets with the, with the, you know, palm trees or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, for most, every place has their own style, you yeah. know? And I think that, you know, the, the music is, is bred out of that style, and people that grow up there immediately identify with it because they've already, they've like, they've already experienced what inspired the music. I feel it's deeper know? than just, like, it's not an intellectual thing. It's just at a certain mm-hmm. point, like, it is, like, just a feel thing, like, where you're mm-hmm. just like, and I feel like, the, like, I think that same thing like what a DJ is you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. like when you you can feel out the situation and like I feel musicians mm-hmm. it's not even like it's just naturally kind of mm-hmm. you yeah. are you every- go through the same thing go, you go through you have the same stimulus man the same yeah. stimulus that the people in the city go yeah. through because you are one of the people in the city except you know instead of like you know you know using a hammer you use a drum machine or you yeah. know whatever yeah. right that's what I was explaining earlier it's yeah. like there, there, there can be an existence of earth wind and fire and P-Funk mm-hmm. they're out at the same time they're doing different things you know there's a bit people all love those both groups and having them in their collection mm-hmm. um, and, and also with like what I've been noticing going all over the world man it's like um, with the LA situation even though they don't live here mm-hmm. you know they get to just listen to like you said like when you guys heard Hood Pass it definitely re- I would hope reminds people of you know our cityscape and oh, yeah. things like that yeah, I wanted yeah. to at least punctuate that the first time I came out so now I can move on to other stuff yeah. just so the people will know that like it's as a double it's concrete and palm Tree, yeah, smile with the tear. Ex- there you, you know? go. Hell you yeah. know, there you go. You got it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll like now we're about kind of running out of time, I think, because uh, um, mainly for parking situations. No. Yeah, we gotta get out. We we're all gonna get, get towed. Yeah. We gotta go down and put <laughs> get our get cars towed. hood passes on intact. Yeah. Yeah. How many yeah. weirds? I got my handicap pass intact. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not really. Don't yeah. arrest me, please. <laughs> um, I'm an honest citizen. Anyways, but uh, you know, I want to close out. You know, maybe. Damn, well, what do you think people don't know? Like, what do you think you want people to know about you that maybe people get twisted that, you know, you are now, I mean, you're not shy about obviously using, you know, a forum, but, you know, in this one, what do you think people maybe maybe get wrong, maybe don't, and you'd like people to kind of set straight? Mm-hmm. Um, I just want people to know that I really embrace uh, all styles of music. I mean, with you, when you mentioned that funk was in my name, you know, that's just because funk is like in my blood. You know what I mean? That's oh, yeah. that's the music that I just yeah. really want to be truthful and represent. But I love metal. I love, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the the beat scene. People say that word, but you know what I'm trying to say. I love, yeah. you know, yeah. what's going on in L.A. I love, uh, you know, um, groups like we mentioned Prefab Sprout. You know, I like uh, English stuff. I love all types of music, and I just don't want people to think that I'm all about pounding the funk in your face every day. Yeah. It's like there's going to be way more different uh, projects that I'm working on mm-hmm. that uh, I just w- did a, I did a song with Subtitle actually uh, you know it was, Hellfire it was, Club this is the second time you got mentioned in the motherfucker. Oh is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, so, on, he's on my label. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So you know I'm, I'm reaching out and, and, and ready for all kinds of stuff y'all and you know it's just things are going to be happening more scoring you know movie stuff and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Um, I have Hoop has a tag actually made it in um, the uh, uh um, the um, movie with uh, uh, the homegirl uh, Quincy Jones' daughter and um, Rashida and, Jones. Yeah, oh, and, 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 and yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah, that goes. So just yeah. doing more stuff like that, and you know, just I, I eventually, you know, what people don't know is um, I, I want to like get off the road eventually. I maybe do this like maybe two more years, maybe even not much more, and just do like special things. But I really want to go behind the scenes now, do my little Dre move. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and just yeah. get behind the scenes now. Because young artists, you know what they need like more than anything, dude, like mentoring and helping, mm-hmm. like oh. Yeah. Because A and R is kind of yeah, yeah not yep. not there the way it was. They need it, yeah. you know. And if 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 you if I, I feel like you know if a guy with your skill and your talent thank you doesn't step back and, and do that 
where would the city be? <laughs> you no, know, I, I definitely want to reach out to cats scene, and, you know? and really let them know. That's in in my and we talk about Twitter and my tweets. I always try to enter that that message, even though it could be corny to some people when mm -hmm. idiots are out there talking about sitting on toilets and the longest turd they've had. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I rather you know interject you know stuff that people could like hold on to. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And then like, hey, I, I remember. I know it's a lot of chatter out there and all the negative, but uh, I remember a little bit of something that came out today that mm -hmm. I saw that was kind of. Well, like, I think it's refreshing. You know, that you can you don't have to be soft but you can be positive and optimistic. there you go that's the you know? key just like the funk I was telling you about the funk I'm trying to do is not just like uh, hard or soft it's like right in between yeah. mm -hmm. you know what I'm yeah, saying it's I mean, like it's the like, beautiful and the, and the dark mm -hmm. yeah. it's you finding know? a balance you know that it's you can, a balance like, yeah and yeah. uh, I was gonna say, and yeah, you know, if if you're if you're listening to this, Dame is about to go on a tour, a national tour with Ariel Pink. You should check that out. It'll be definitely, you know, I'm not just saying this because he's here. It'll definitely be one of the best shows you. you will see this fall. And uh, he he just has the I'm not he, I don't want to be a star maxi single. And if you're in L. A. You get Funk Monsieur West every Monday at Carbon, Funk Monsieur East every Thursday at uh, Virgil. the Virgil in Silver yeah, Lake. Yeah, and, thank uh, you, man. Check it out. And, all right. Yeah. yeah. Much Shots love fired. to Jeff this and No Can Do, y'all. Much love, fellas. Hell yeah. Much love to you too, Dame. This right. is Shots Fired. Jeff Weiss, No okay. Can Do, and right. Dame Funk. One love. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf Radio. Boom.com. <laughs> The wolf dead. <laughs>